Viewer discretion is advised. Your fave will be criticized. That's Chris. That's Jan. And welcome to CCTV, the nonstop pop show. And today we're discussing the K-pop classic, Fiction. Looking for an awesome global pop music podcast? Chris and I have the inside scoop with extensive experience performing on stage and working at record labels. We review and deep dive into your favorite artists, songs, and careers, and interview music industry professionals, including artists, producers, choreographers, and everything in between. So you can come join us here or on patreon.com slash cctvpops and become a part of our amazing crew, including Lisette, Lily, Emily, Kevin, and Juliet, where our producers get to decide our episode topics. So subscribe now and let's explore the world of pop music together. Yes, and we're here with another episode of Pop Perfection, which is where we break down the biggest hits in pop music, analyze their impact, and give our unfiltered opinions on the songs and the respective artists. So today, we're focusing on the track Fiction by the boy band Beast, who are now known as Highlight. But this is known as one of the best K-pop songs of all time. Yeah, ballad, breakup yeah. song. Like, mm-hmm. this is one of those, like jimmy kind of song jimmy yeah <laughs> it really is and it's a yeah. weird because it's not covered a lot which hisses me off um but you know <laughs> personal afflictions aside um let's hop right into it <laughs> yes yeah, so let's start with a brief history of beast they were a six-member south korean boy group formed in 2009 under cube entertainment but in 2017 after departing cube entertainment they changed their name to highlight not by choice. They were forced to because they did not own the rights to the main beast. Petty. Uh, but luckily, they still get to perform the songs. Uh, yeah. Okay. But anyway, the currently, <laughs> the group consists of Yoon Dujun, Yang Yosob, Lee Gikwang, and Son Dongwoon, with former members being Jang Hyunsung and Yong Junhyung. Before founding their own company and rebranding, Beast was one of the most popular boy groups and was known for its diverse music styles, incorporating elements of hip-hop, R&B, and electronic dance music. Their first single, Bad Girl, released in 2009, gained popularity for its catchy melody and powerful choreography. And during this time, the group actually garnered a lot of attention with their EP, which included the second single, Mystery, Mystery... (laughs) And it sold over 10,000 copies in its first week of release, an unusual accomplishment at the time for a new K-pop act. However, they faced a lot of adversity in the beginning stage of their careers because many of the members had previously trained in other bigger companies. So they were seen as industry rejects or the recycled group, which I hate. I don't hate. hate. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, this is a lot more common now for people to have trained at other companies and then not debuting in those respective groups and then moving on to other companies. But back then, there were still kind of just the three major companies and everyone else is kind of seen just as, you know, the other, you know, bottom companies anyway. So, yeah, I remember that original viewpoint. But yeah, so what did you think of Beast at the time? Were you a fan from the start? Yes, 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 yes. I love them so much. I forgot how I got to, you know, I probably saw Kikwang on a, on a, no, that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. I think Four Minute had debut before them, right? Yes. So Four Minute I was into, and then um, Hyuna was in a music video for Kikwang. Yes. And he was called, name was AJ at first. So AJ was a solo act, Ace yes. Junior, and Dancing Shoes didn't go anywhere, but I was like, oh, he's cute. 
So I followed him <laughs> and he was in this group. So yeah, he was my bias. Um, I think as a group, they were pretty solid because they all were really talented and you could see that. Um, the choreography in the beginning was pretty generic, like boy group stuff. But what made them different was that they actually didn't focus on having like a rapper in the group. Like the rap that was in it was featured, but they only had one rapper. Everyone else were vocalists like, and, and they could actually sing. Like, I don't the think real vocalists, actually, yeah. Yeah, like I don't think anyone was actually a sub vocalist in the sense where they're like, yeah, girl. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think anyone in this group I was. Think I think maybe Dong Woon was treated as that at first, but yes. then he got really good. Yeah, because this was more yeah. husky. So he's like, they're like, what can we do with this kid's voice? Right. And he was the youngest one. Um, but yeah, I, I was definitely a beauty for sure. Um, I think my highlight from their era when they first came out was when Ki Kwang was lip syncing Hyung Sung's part of Bad Girl. Talk about Millie Vanilli. I was sent. Okay. I was like, wait, the cute one, that's not his voice. <laughs> the weird part Sorry. is that Ki Kwang can totally sing that part fine. Ki Kwang can actually sing very well. So that whole yes. thing, I agree, is bizarre. <laughs> okay, but yeah, so I actually was not aware of them at the beginning. I was not yeah. a K-pop fan back in 2009. It right. gave me another year, I think, and then I was there. But yeah. uh, it's fun just retroactively looking back because those first mm -hmm. songs are good. Like, that first CP is good. I love yeah. Bad Girl. I love Mystery. They're just fun pop songs. They're yeah. a little generic, you know, yes. um, so it definitely did take them some time to find a unique sound for themselves. But even from the beginning, they're great on camera. Like, they stood mm. out from the other boy groups at the time. Like, you mentioned the vocals were there. Like, yeah. the live vocals in their debut Bad Girl performance are actually yes. decent. Um, and I cannot say the same for most other debut <laughs> performances. <No>. So, <laughs> yeah, the talent was there. Um, and it makes me sad that they were referred to as the recycled group. But I feel like they maybe took that as motivation in a way yes. also to be yes. like, we're good. We're better than it, that. They're upcycled. <laughs> they exactly. Upcycled. Yes. So as Beast continued to establish themselves as one of the top boy groups in K-pop, their music and image evolved over time. So while their earlier releases had a brighter and more upbeat sound, the group's later releases like Shock and Soom, which means breathe, which were released in 2010, they took on a more emotional and mature direction, which would eventually become their signature style. And they became known for their powerful vocals, intricate choreography, and poignant performances. You, oh my gosh! Mm. I remember when Shaw came out. I was like, "What is this?" Because it was um, it was like it's electro pop at its finest. And I think around the time that Shock had come out, FX was kind of around too. Because the mm -hmm. song we're, the whole the whole episode that we're focusing on, I think Danger had been released when Fiction had came out, but we're not there yet. But yeah, FX was coming out, so a lot of electro pop was like the thing, and this was yeah. so good because like that that riff that da -da 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 -da. like I was like, ooh, what's that? Um, and I think the choreography was really really intricate. Now their competition was mostly Two PM and M Black. Yes, Two PM came from the big group, and then M Black was founded by uh, JYP's Golden Child Rain, right? Yeah. So then you have you have they have reputations behind them, focused on R and B mostly. This group didn't really focus on R&B. They could sing it, but they had moves for days. Like they danced better than 2 p.m. and M Black. So I think that's what made them stand out because there's there's beats in this song. I'm like, why are you guys hitting them, right? But that's where it was at the time, and it was still very dramatic. And they throw their whole bodies into it. Like what people like now, I thought was um, 
the angsty dancing that gets done with love songs that are like lyrical now it was happening with them before but it was like street kind of like i guess urban hip-hop at the time if you will <laughs> um because because they were working with pre-picks at the time i believe so a lot of the choreography was actually like dance crew choreography um so yeah it was fun to see these hear these angsty songs with this actually like really dope choreography that we that we would see here on the west with like abdc and it was like yeah. oh shoot they're, they're they're hitting this like crazy arm isolation so i liked that um shock was my favorite the, the hand shock yes. Every day I shock, shock. yeah and then soon was oh my god soon is so good Again, another pre-pix choreographed song. And the video was like really dramatic, of course, but the vocals were there. Yes. You heard Soom, they switched the pre-chorus and whoever sang that part was singing their face off. Whoever singing the verse was singing their face off. And you get to the bridge and you get this long extended note that mm -hmm. Yang Yosef can still hit to this day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's a lot going on. So I liked, I liked it. It was very theatrical. We enjoyed the theatrics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I remember when Soom came out. Not so much Shock. I actually don't love Shock. Um, but Soom, I love. I think it makes me miss how dramatic these songs were back in second gen. Like, if these yeah. songs were sad or dark, they yeah. would really go there. Yeah. <laughs> While at the same time, though, they try and make it sexy, too, right? So, like, Soom has the breaths. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stuff. yeah. Like, it's yeah. just so... Not subtle at all. Not at um, all. Which makes yeah. it fun. Which makes yeah. it fun. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I remember Zoom really, really well. Uh, and that's when I was like, okay, like th this group stands out for sure. But it would be the mm -hmm. next song that really solidified my fandom. And so we're going to talk about when they popped. And that happened with Beast's first full-length Korean album, Fiction and Fact. And it was released on May 17th, 2011. And it quickly became a commercial success. It features the singles On Rainy Days and Fiction. And the album peaked at number one on the Kion album chart, which is now known as Circle Chart. And by the end of the year, it had sold over 142,000 copies and became the fifth best-selling album of 2011 in South Korea. And it would be the success of Fiction that marked a pivotal moment in the group's career because it won multiple awards, including Song of the Year at the KBS Music Festival, solidifying their status as one of the top acts in, in Korea, in K-pop, excuse me. Fiction is a poignant track featuring a piano-led dramatic melody that evokes the feeling of a ballad, and the song seamlessly blends electronic elements with a solemn production, creating a powerful and emotionally charged track. The lyrics explore the theme of a man struggling to let go of a former lover and imagining their love as an unending story, even if it's just a fictitious scenario. Sheesh, that dead synopsis sounds just as dramatic as this song. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Um, the hole that this song had on me, I don't even remember where the heck I was when I heard it. I just saw, um, what's his name, Jun Young? Jun Young with his hair over his face. I'm like, what the heck is this? What's going on? So I press it and you see the desert. Oh my gosh, this song is... Interesting. I remember trying to write like an English version to this song. I feel like every single K-pop fan that doesn't do dance covers and has interest in learning how to sing or write has tried to make an English cover to any 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 generation has tried. Mm -hmm. Whatever language you speak, you probably tried. Um, the melody is really addictive and I think the piano made it sound like a ballad for sure. Um, and K-pop from 
And that came up. Korea ballads are king. I didn't realize how cool, like how important it was until Busker Busker won when EXO and BAP were like, you know, mama awards. So I think ballad, having it sound like a ballad, but then taking it and making it beastified, highlightified was really cool. Um, I, I really do hate how easily swayed I was with the song. Um, the vocalist emoted well, like I mentioned earlier. Um, and uh, I think Jun Young was an asset in this group for sure because he was the sole rapper. But every single time he delivered his verse, you know he wrote it, first of all. But also, he wrote the beat so well and would actually rap in a way that didn't feel like a karaoke style that you would get with, like, 2 p.m. or, mm. like, with... Um, and Black, I don't think they had a rapper. Really, they did. They did Mir. They had Mir and Dara's brother. But that was it. Um, so, yeah, I think they really did well. And I was looking at the at the performances that were happening around the time the song came out. No one was touching them. There was Focus. Fcuz Focus. That was the only group that could have possibly maybe kind of... No. No one was touching them at the time when the song came out, too. So there's a lot of, like, elements that went into, like, how easily it went up the charts, but also mm -hmm. because it's good. I've said it on this show before. Fiction is one of my favorite pop songs ever, honestly. Mm -hmm. I think it's perfect in pretty much every way. I love the dramatic start and end with the writing sounds. Um, the intro that loops back as a bridge. Uh, the production is so beautiful. Yeah, the way they did kind of the ballad feel while it's actually a dance track, essentially. <laughs> Um, it's done so well. And the way they did the echoing keyboards and everything, it, you can yeah. feel kind of the desperation, even just in the production. Um, and and, the, and the, yeah, the, the solemnness of it all is, is really mm -hmm. well done. And yeah, the melody of every single part of the song is perfect. Super beautiful. I love the extended long notes with the, you know, fiction and fiction. That yeah. hook, it's so beautiful. And the vocals are amazing from every single member. Like, yeah. Even the little moments, Dong Woon's falsetto in the background of the rap verse, um, Do Joon's bridge where he sounds like he's going to cry. Oh almost. my God, yeah. Um, and of course, Yosub sounds brilliant on the chorus as well. Like, I, there's yeah. no fault in this song at all. I think every single element is perfect. It's, it's a really, really well written pop track. It is. <laughs> and the music video is interesting because it's like it displays the lyrics of Jun Hyun's rap like to the letter. Um, so Jin Young is writing this, rewriting a love story between him and a loved one, as he mentions in this rap. And the relationship ended in a way that's unclear to the viewer, but the memories live on in his mind. And he essentially attempts to craft an ending where the couple ends up together. Um, and there are books full of pages of Jin Hyun's words um, where his fantasies will never come true as they all live in fiction. And as you have mentioned in the chorus, as beautiful as it is with all the, the ballad, balladishness of it, it is a dance track and there is a dance like much all like all K-pop songs have a dance uh, called the penguin dance. Um, this choreography for this video was done by Prepix. I've mentioned them before. Um, they're a great dance group, great dance team. And it features like this complex choreo throughout the verses that they hit on the little piano keys. The ding, ding, ding. But also, the most iconic section comes in the form of a seemingly simple set of footwork. And the highlight of the choreo is the penguin dance, as we've been calling it, but is a variation of bedrock footwork, which is, you know, common out here, like in commercial hip-hop and just regular hip-hop in general. But it's called bedrock for those who don't know. Uh, but penguin dance is what it became to be known as. And uh, yeah, this video, I'm not gonna lie, it was a little cheap looking, right? Like yeah. the one room... <laughs> 
the green screen on the on the on the book, you know, the desert, <laughs> the random dance scene that kind of looked like the dance scene from the bad girl music video. Like I said, it wasn't like well thought out, but luckily the song was good enough for you to be like, whatever. You know, yeah. that and the dance scenes were like really good too. The dance scenes were and on the like on the the rooftop, like Gotham City dance scenes kind of saved it because <laughs> the penguin dance was in there, you know? Mm hmm So that that was it. So. Yeah, the music video isn't great, um, but I like the lighting of it. It all feels very post-apocalyptic, you know, yeah, which makes sense. Um, it's a reflection of just like how they feel like their life is over, right? With this relationship being yeah, over. Um, so yeah. I appreciate that. I do not like the desert scene. Like, what is that weird alien spaceship thing in the background? Like, yeah. it just makes no sense at all. Yeah. and doesn't add anything visually. Um, so yeah, really, it is the penguin dance that makes it stand out. Because uh, even the styling and stuff, it's fine. Like nothing very memorable. That brown leather? What do you mean? That was memorable as heck. <laughs> was it? Um, I love the yeah. brown leather on them. Yes, it's delicious. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I think the choreography is, you know, as good as the song is, like you said, the choreography did definitely play a big part in the success of the song because I think everyone yeah. was probably trying to emulate it. You know, yeah. it's just, it's hard to listen to the song and not picture it or yeah. be doing it, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, it's a great example of, what a point dance is, right? Which we, mm -hmm. is now what we call that. The main focus of the dance, yes. And it yeah. shows that you don't have to be sitting there doing all this fiction, throwing your body around. I'm not going to identify mm. any dancers or groups right now, but it definitely shows that you don't have to do a lot um, with the chorus. Yes, and I don't think I've ever seen them lip sync it, ever. Yeah, no, they they, they will they will sit there and flare their nostrils and breathe like, like they're dying and get those notes out. Fiction, as you have said, has been credited as what helped shape K-pop in its sound at the time with its emotional lyrics, those soaring vocals, and memorable melody, inspiring a wave of similar tracks from other K-pop artists. And overall, Fiction is considered a landmark release in the history of K-pop and remains one of the most beloved and iconic songs in Beast's discography. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I will never, ever get sick of Fiction. Mm -hmm. Like every time it comes up, I never skip it. Yeah. Every time they perform it and it shows up on my recommended, I will watch it. Like, yes. <laughs> like this is very much one of my favorite songs ever. Like, transcending K-pop, transcending boy bands, you know, like, just in general, I think it's a really great song. And it's interesting, I kind of went down the hole when preparing for this, and, and it was watching kind of performances through the years. And now, of course, it's only the four of them, and they do skip the raps. Um, mm -hmm. But now Yosub does all these, like, extra ad-libs over that section at, yeah. where the rap is so it's kind of nice actually um yeah. and their vocals have matured really really well um they kind of emote very effortlessly now mm -hmm. and everything kind of just sounds a little fuller um yeah. so it's it's aged very well uh yeah. and i think the song is still super effective and i think even new k-pop fans now if they heard it i find it hard for anyone to not at least appreciate it I think they, because they grew up in the second gen overacting, they can actually kind of dial it back now. They do. Oh, God, you know, it's interesting because, you know, uh, being a former dancer, the energy was way different than what it is now. Like before it was like, yeah, have technique, but also have a personality. Now it's like if you can throw a trick or like do an aerial or lift your leg up really high and then put your leg behind it, you're getting points. Like so the, the generation of dancing and dancers or even like performer has definitely changed. Um, but not saying that people are untalented now. I'm just saying that the, the standard is different. Like it was like, if you had personality, oh, those are points, you know? So with this, it was like, if you were overacting as a K-pop group, you were, you were killing it. 
because uh, I saw no, nothing wrong with it back then. I was like, oh, this is great. Oh, my God. This is one of those songs where like, K-pop is so much better than American music because American music was not doing it for me at the time. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a good song. And like I mentioned, um, groups cover their songs like beautiful, like the cute ones. And this is a song I would love to see done with the footwork and whatnot. Like, uh, like they did do a end of a year show with the girl group members, but they had remixed it so much so where they only kept the main melody of the piano and processed the vocal so much where it just lost its soul, essentially. Mm. Um, so it was nice to see them kind of harken back to it like they did with the FX performance, like with Rum Pum Pum Pum. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really want to see like a boy group do a song like this or even cover it and not just do the cute song because they do... Because song cause covers actually kind of keep these groups alive. Just kind of going back to what we were talking, it keeps groups alive because if you don't hear it, like you said... It's hard for a K-pop fan now to what K-pop fan really knows it that got into K-pop like what like three years ago. You know, yeah. unfortunately, unless they're doing their due diligence, they won't know. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is a good song, and I'm glad they're still performing. Like they think they just left a tour in Taipei recently, so they're fine. They're great. They're happy. Um, they got rid of all their nasty members. Um, <laughs> so at yeah. this point, like everyone who's meant to be there is there. Watch their Killing Boys performance of it yes. from last year great stuff <laughs> yes i'm so glad they're still together and i love all the new material like we reviewed alone which came out recently and i love yeah. that song i i do still list them as one of my favorite k-pop groups for sure i've been lucky i've seen them live a couple times as well i would love for them to do a u.s tour maybe um mm. i don't know what the demand is there but they always perform with a live band on their concerts so mm -hmm. you know i love that yeah. <laughs> Always a good time with Beast. And if you are new to Beast, high slash highlight, or if you aren't, let us know what you think about the song and the group. <laughs> and what other songs do you think are absolute pop perfection that we should discuss? Don't forget, you can hang out with us and the crew over on Patreon.com. And you can also comment below or message us at CCTV Pops on social media. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and turn on those notifications for our YouTube channel. And if you're enjoying the show on a podcast platform, please give us a follow, rating, and a review. Until next time, that's Chris. That's Jan. And we are signing off from CCTV, the nonstop pop show. Whoop, whoop.